as a wee intro, could you like tell us a bit about your early life, about how family and school prepared you for this sort of road you've been on as a, a multi-creator? I think it's one of those things that I didn't know what I was going to do. So whenever I left school, my dad said get a trade behind you. So I, I did engineering and I was horrible at engineering. So I left it after a year and again, my dad said, you should get into computers. Computers are the way forward. So I did a national diploma in IT then next. I did quite well in it, but again, I wasn't really feeling it. Uh, so then I went to performing arts and did a national diploma in it. And that's where I think I, I had that epiphany moment. I have found my people. And it was also where I started writing. We did a thing called a roadshow in year one. You know, you basically took a, a show around schools, a bit of singing, a bit of dancing, a couple of, there's a horse going <laughs> by, <laughs> a couple of dramatic sketches, you know, just a, a flavour of the course and all the stuff we did on it. And of course the teachers were very anxious for anybody to write something and nobody wanted to write anything. And so I decided I'd write a sketch for it and I did and it was horrible and it got no laughs. <laughs> but that was my first uh, attempt at writing I wrote this, it was called First Date and it was just uh, I was watching a lot of Woody Allen at the time and you know how a lot of his stuff's referential you know, yes. uh, I put in a lot of referential jokes to you know 18th century philosophers and things and nobody got <laughs> it but in references to old movies and things nobody got it so we performed this thing once, I think, and it was oh, it was a tumbleweed rolling past. <laughs> Instead of that putting me off for life, it actually inspired me. I must do better. I learned the valuable lesson of know your audience. So instead of putting in all those obscure references that nobody got, I put in references to like local things and like jokes about Kellys, jokes about local politicians, jokes about you know the teachers and blah blah blah. And of course that went down a storm. So. After that, I went to Barnsley College to study music recording, and this was on the cusp of the digital age. I mean, I thought we'd get there and we'd be in the recording studio every day and we'd be learning how to push those faders and turn those knobs and stuff. And when I got there, it was basically, you know, the teacher was all excited about showing us how to run sequencers and program drum machines and that isn't what I wanted to do at all. I remember him getting very excited when he played as a Take That track one day. And he said, oh, it doesn't matter if you don't like the band. He says, just listen to that sequencing. Listen to how that's programmed. And it's like, no, I don't want to do this. So once again, it was another failed attempt. And uh, I dropped out of that then as well and came home. Again, it was just so many years of me just scratching my head going, what am I going to do? I have no idea. I mean, I know I'm quite creative I play guitar and stuff but you know my dreams of being a rock star were were slowly disappearing and I just didn't know what to do with myself so I took a, a really horrible dead-end job in a factory and I stayed there for four years and the good thing about it was it bored me so much that I actually started writing on night shifts just little funny lines here and there and little exchanges and Eventually I said, um, this could be a book. And so I started writing Vampire Dawn while I was at that job. When I was like running a machine for 12 hours and it was, you know, you just pressed a button and watched it for like four hours. I mean, 
then the chance of voluntary redundancy came along and everybody was walking around with worried looks and I was like dancing a jig. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do I get out of here, but you're actually going to give me four grand as well. <laughs> right.